is gonna be the episode we divorce. It is. This is it. This is so the last one. This is the last show. This is the sick last of this. One. Sick of you, bastard. I'm sick of your face. Here I was feeling all sentimental and everything, and after doing the clippings and. I'm looking forward to your montage, Sean. This is hard work. I don't know how you did that, but I'll I'll wait and see. Well, before I, I get impressed, I'm going to hear yeah, it first. <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't get impressed. Um, I've already been told that it didn't wow. The only other person that's heard is my wife, and she said it didn't wow her. You, you, you can't do what you did. It doesn't work. What? Try to go back after the fact and when you have... No, no, I... I I got clips. Hundreds or thousands of hours of audio. Oh, yeah. I couldn't go through all of them. I mean, how many hours do you think it is? We had 200 episodes. 200 times... Oh, it's, oh, it's like hundreds. So, three, yeah. three, four hundred hours of audio. Yeah. Right. Yeah, no, there's, there's no going through all of them. But I, I did... So, I'll, well, we're going to talk about it. Um, I I knew kind of the direction I wanted to go. And I, I don't think it's what everyone thinks I'm gonna, I would do for, for a montage. Because it wasn't a best of or the most funniest clips or anything like that i mean this is our 200th episode and we we have never celebrated the our milestones and so i got a bit nostalgic with it so okay. the montage i created is is a bit of nostalgia from my perspective it um it just i think it kind of i tried to pick things that kind of told our story yeah um well and, and so this is our 200th episode yeah you know that's our official announcement um we've been doing that i went back and looked we've been doing this since do you know how long when when we started I guess, well, when our first official published episode was. Uh, but that was 2013, wasn't it? Yeah, it was like September 2013, something like that. Yeah. Episode zero still exists. I just, I, I went back to it for clips and I, I couldn't. Yeah, it's not it's good. Bad. Yep. So I, I looked at, I tried to put, to, I mean, I don't know. I, there's all kinds of numbers we could have gathered and measured, but I didn't really do much. But I do have this. Um. In 2000, so in 2013, when we started, we did seven episodes. <laughs> yeah, we but we didn't start until September, but still. True. Yeah. But it was like every other week or something that we actually got to it. Not even that, probably. 2014, we did 18 episodes, which is probably actually a worse rate than 2013 because 2014 was a full year. Yeah. 2015 was 45 episodes, so it jumped way up. And I think that coincides with us getting the studio here, right? It has no. To. no uh, maybe because yeah. at some point we decided we we're going to be more consistent yep at 2016 43 2017 47 so that was the highest so far and then this year we'll end at 43 again so for, for the last three years we've been pretty consistent yeah yeah almost every week i mean we've well, i don't know i guess not 40 episodes or 40 45 around 45 on average episodes out of 52 weeks it's not bad no it's not bad it's been fun um yeah i mean not many podcasts you know if you look most podcasts die after what like five episodes or something like that and then also <laughs> not many make it to 2013 especially ones that produce zero revenue yeah <laughs> i mean sure you've got like leo laporte and npr and uh yeah i don't know don't what's, they do dailies now yeah uh, what's the tech accidental tech podcast or whatever all these that Make Joe a ton Rogan. of money. Yeah. He makes a ton of money. Well, I was thinking I was thinking of more of tech, but yeah, obviously the 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 general interest ones are are huge and make a lot of money. I think they make a lot of money. I don't know. Yeah, I don't Something. know. But anyway, um yeah, so I thought, you know, John, uh we should do some reflecting. Yeah, I think so. Uh do you wanna do you wanna do the um 
the montage first, or you want to do some reflection first? Um, I don't know. What do you want to do? What? Let me ask you this. What? What's something that like came out of doing this that was unexpected for you? Well, I can tell you that whenever I built the montage, I I started out with our first episode. I went way back and listened to that one, and um, I decided I wanted to put in the our first intro, our first published intro into the montage. And that's what led me down the road of sentimentality because it was, I can tell the difference in myself. I'm not sure if you can, but how much I've come out of my shell, how, how we, how we speak, you know, we've, we've conquered a lot of our little, little ticks our verbal ticks and no, things like I that. I think I've just replaced mine with other ones. Maybe, maybe, but they seem more natural than they yeah. used to be. It, it wasn't a, it was a, maybe as a stutter because it's habit now versus back then where a stutter was because we were still trying to collect our thoughts and think on the fly. And, and even myself, my, my voice, my ability to project, my ability to just talk or even just, just be silly. Yeah. You know, it yeah. has changed, you know, I'm, I'm a lot more out of my show. We still have to get drunk. I still have to get drunk. Yeah. And now we don't, we don't, now we don't have to, but we do anyway. <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> well, that was the thing. That was the whole reason we had the, what'd you bring to drink segment? Cause I needed the drink yeah. to be able to talk. Cause I, could not do this. Also, should have warned that this, this is there's going to be some navel gazing here for for a few minutes while we have, be introspective and talk about ourselves. Yeah. Um. Yeah. That was I. That was funny. I can remember. And yeah. I mean, this is so out of character for you, right? This is. I mean, people that people that know you personally, you know, or that knew you before the podcast, maybe. Mm-hmm. I don't think they realize. I mean, you are a very quiet guy. Yep. And so this is very much out of character. I still, and, I still am in certain social situations, especially when it's around a lot of people I don't know. Um, and so for anyone who's been around me in a large group and has seen me be quiet, it's, it's hard for me. Yeah. It's, it's really hard for me. I, I do my best to try to come out and get, get past it and join the group more so now than I used to. But yeah. So we're being asked, how did we get started? Uh, how did we get started? I I know you had been talking about doing a podcast, and you got me into listening to podcasts. Yeah, and I for I mean I think I've I wanted to do a podcast for a long time, mainly from just like the kind of techie geek aspect of it. Like mm-hmm. I was all I mean I I mean I went out and bought I've I've had like I mean I've been the, I've been recording music stuff forever, so I've always been into the the kind of the audio engineering side of of recording for a long time. Yeah. But for at least a year, I bet it was a couple of years before we even did episode one, I knew I wanted to do a podcast. And I, I mean, I had a mixer and I, you know, like a couple of different, you know, kind of broadcast quality microphones, broadcast style microphones, um, you know, preamps and cable. I mean, I was all set up and, and I, I can remember even, I mean, every time I would do, cause I've, I've worked from home back then mm-hmm. and I, you know, all my communication was over Skype, but um, I'd sit down at my desk and everything was already plugged in. Like my, my mixers wired into my computer. And so, you know, when you heard me on a Skype call or a zoom or they, I don't think they had zoom back and then whatever it was, you know, you're hearing me through this, you know, this, uh, I think it was, I think I was at the time I was using that uh, Heil PR 40, but yeah. you know, so I just have like this luscious sound of my voice on, on all these conference <laughs> calls while people are like, wow, you sound so good. It's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> but that's just the kind of nerd I am. Um, yeah. yeah I, I knew I wanted to do a podcast. I, I just, I thought it would be fun. And even though like, I don't think I have any of the talent, the actual on air talent required for a podcast. Mm -hmm. I just knew I wanted to do one. Yeah. I actually, what I would have preferred to do was probably find some people that were qualified to do a podcast and be their recording and, you know, recording and production engineer. 
that's that's really what the part I wanted to do. But since I didn't have anything like that available, I didn't know anyone who wanted to do a podcast who was who would be really good. I was like, well, I'm just gonna have to do one myself. <laughs> and you got John, do you want to do a podcast? <laughs> and you got stuck with yeah. me. The most introverted hermit little little guy that you knew. You you were an unlikely candidate. Yeah. But I I mean you've But we had conversations really, at lunch. I mean what what you hear on the show is is what we would talk about at lunch. I mean, these were com- real conversations that we were having. And that's I think partly what what made it either I don't know, maybe it made it hard, maybe it made it easy was we always wanted it to be because we'd get together for lunch mm-hmm. and we'd just talk about, you know, whatever we were working on or Salesforce or who knows, whatever. You know, programming type stuff. Right. And I remember us saying, you know, we should, we should record these, make a podcast out of it. I mean, because I, I was already thinking about doing a podcast. I wanted to do one. I didn't know what I wanted to, what the, what the content would be. But, and so we just decided to actually make that happen. Yeah. And, but we all, but ever since then, I mean, the, from the beginning, like we always wanted to be um, authentic, which is partly why, like, we've never been, not that we have like, you know, giant numbers that advertisers are really interested in. Or at least not certainly not mass market or whatever right. like consumer product CPG companies. Um, we do have um, yeah we've had uh, we do have people, advertisers that want that would like to advertise on the show, but we always said that yeah you know, we because we've been contacted by people asking mm-hmm. to do it. Um, but we always said that you know that um, we weren't really interested in advertising. Not that you can't do advertising. You have to be really careful about who you select. It couldn't have anything to do with with stuff we talked about because it just compromises what you can say it really does and i'm not saying i don't begrudge people for taking advertisers out of you know everyone's Mm -hmm. i don't begrudge anyone for making a living you know um but it's just not something like i'm not doing this podcast to make a living if i if i did i mean then it would be a little bit of a different show yeah for sure but we always you know we always just wanted to have that really authentic voice and we're not you know i mean i'll speak for myself i mean not and i don't have the really the talent for this type of thing, you know, I definitely have the face for radio. <laughs> uh, maybe that's why we don't do video, uh, video podcasts. But, um, but that's again, um, it wasn't, it wasn't, it, we, it was never something where we set out to, you know, get, you know, a hundred thousand listeners or make money or anything like that. It was just, let's just have these conversations that we normally have and just record them and see if anyone listens. And it turns out, you know, there a pretty good number of people, you know, like that, you know, over the, over time have found us and, kind of joined this we've got this community we've i've made a lot of uh you know good friends and and um a lot of good connections that that i think will you know that definitely will be very very long-term uh relationships yeah but yeah but i still think we still focus on just that authentic voice and we've we've changed jobs many times and we've kind of everything kind of just stays the same you know um in terms of what we want to talk about our honesty we're we're always we're never going to blow smoke um we're going to be critical when we need to be critical we're going to we're always going to try to have fun and laugh at things because that's just how i am and sometimes that gets a little on the i don't think we've ever gotten nasty i, I, I that's one thing i'm i hope not that's that's the thing i'm most self-conscious about i yeah. think is you know have i ever gotten nasty about benioff i mean i don't like this i don't dislike benioff i mean he's a he's pretty you know you got to give him credit i mean he's he's a He's a pretty good dude, and he built a you know this. He's had very very successful you know kind of milestones throughout his life that mm-hmm. are pretty impressive, you know. And but I mean, I, I I think back, you know, gosh, is there any clip that someone could could go and find that I would listen to and think, oh man, I was I went across the line there. I shouldn't have said that it was not nice, and I don't want to be you know that's maybe back in the day when we edited ourselves. <laughs> that oh, was another big change that's, for us. That's true. I mean, we our first 
probably first few years, we heavily edited. I mean, that we we would record one day and it would get edited oh, another day. It could it could take weeks before an episode to get out. Right. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I mean, there are some episodes that definitely took in in the weeks to get yeah. to get edited and produced and out the door. And yeah, it's some some point a while back we were just like, you know, let's try this catch and release thing. Yeah. And so we don't. So we, that's, we, that's why you guys see the fish whenever I post on Slack is yeah, because that's our, that's our catch. That's our catch and release. Yeah. <laughs> you don't see the fish. Where's then. the release part? That's, you have the catch part, but where's the release? You should have a, you should have a fish swimming I away. Have, I put the hat after it. Oh, do that's you? the okay. good day, sir. Oh, okay. So you catch it and then you say good day, oh, sir. Okay. All right. <laughs> um, but yeah, that, that kind of changed the show some too because we had to learn to um, know that we're not going to be edited. I mean, I mean, mm-hmm. yes, if we if something bad happens, I, I can drop a marker. And but the, the right. idea is that we're I'm not really going to be going back and definitely because what we used to do is I would listen to the whole thing back. I think we both would. Yeah, we would. And you would send me time codes. Okay, take this out or yeah, whatever. Um, and or we just, sometimes we would just do a do over. I would try to explain something or or comment on something. And I'd completely flub it. And and we'd be like, okay, I need to do over. Yeah, and we just start over. Yeah, <laughs> take two. <laughs> and and that was, I mean, having that safety blanket was very nice, and we used the hell out of it back then. Oh yeah, but but it would take you know, ten hour at least ten hours of my time between recording and editing and everything else to you know you have to listen to the whole thing back. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it just take would take forever, and it's just like at some point I think we realized it might have been more me just like I I don't know if I can keep doing this. Yeah. If we're going to keep doing this podcast, I've got to figure out a way to make this better. Yeah, I think we were both there. We were both just talking about how, because once you took it back to edit it, and then I took it back to try to remember all the things we talked about and create the show notes. I mean, we were forgetting things. We weren't, we weren't, what are you laughing at? <laughs> I just noticed. You go ahead. We got a congratulations for simply getting this episode started. <laughs> oh, it took us a while, <laughs> <Yeah>. didn't it? <laughs> Anyway, sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt. Well, that was the other problem. If I think back at it, we had a hard time getting started. Um, We didn't know how to start the show. We didn't know. I mean, we came up with the idea of just coming into the conversation. But even then, just a cold start was hard. Yep. You know, we're we're a little more better about it now. We're we're actually a lot better about it now. We just start talking. Yeah. Um, But that was a really hard thing to overcome was just that cold start was, you know, what do we do? What do we say? Yep. I I go back to episode zero and that was horrible. A horrible start. And I, you know, and I, I kind of... I didn't want to adopt one of these, like you always have the same thing you right. say on an intro because it's just kind of cheesy and it, and it defies that idea that this is just a conversation between right. a couple of dudes, little dude bros. Yep. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so you know the 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 catch and release thing was I think a big a big uh, thing for me because yeah. and it it did it did it is harder in a way right because we have to we have to know that you know if you. You can't just stop in the middle of a thought. I mean, that was the big thing. Is like I, I have, I'm not a great conversationalist or speaker by any stretch. So, I mean, sometimes I'll just have to like stop because I lose my train of thought and uh, or you know the ums and the mm-hmm. all that crap. You know, you have to. That takes work too. So you have to know that that's really not an option to cut. Those aren't going to get cut out, right? Um, and to and to you know try not to say as many bad words because we try to keep it or, relatively or when clean. I have you know? too much beer and I have to go pee. That's right. <laughs> that's, that's still, that still happens actually. Oh yeah. <laughs> gets you know what? It's funny. No one, we've left a couple of things in. I had a dream. I didn't tell you this because I just now remembered it. I had a dream about a week or two ago that I left a bunch of bad stuff in the, in the, epi- in the episode. I didn't, 
well, didn't edit it out. So but no, but no, it was a, a few weeks ago that yeah, you wouldn't take a bathroom break, and I forgot to edit the whole bathroom yeah. break was in there. And <laughs> l- luckily, we don't use like lav mics that, that you take <laughs> into the bathroom with you. <laughs> that would be bad. <laughs> I, I, um, I, I sing in the bathroom. <laughs> yeah, it's it's much easier now. And and once you fi- you know our, actually the the biggest pain in the butt now is your whole process after I don't even know what you John sits over here. Just with a firestorm of clickety clacks for about thirty minutes after we record, I'm like, "What in the hell are you doing?" Well, I have to write the show note paragraph. I have to add the audio file to a different service. But, but before I do that, I, it's it's like you're typing a Stephen King novel. But over I have there. to add all the metadata for the file directly into the file for those that download it. You just you got to, to, to well, I don't know. Maybe this certain new service. You're, you know, you're, we've been looking at Fireside, right? This yeah. new podcast hosting service that your your boyfriend, your man crush, uh, yeah. runs. And and if you know if that automates a lot of that, great. I mean, I know I've I've heard of several different um, you know cases of like people that are software developers that just are scratching their own itch that write all these little tools to automate that. That's why I'm surprised you haven't done that. You had you've never done that. You never just like you know written yourself a little set of Bash scripts or Java or some Node thing or something, right? That just that does all this for you. Yeah, I should. <clears throat> but the problem is, where is that information going to come from? I don't know. Your face yeah i still have to put that information somewhere <laughs> that's true so i don't know don't ask me and we don't even do episode art i thought the other day you mentioned that you had episode art i'm like what we don't have episode art no i'm it, it's it was something i thought of a while ago but i do want to in the future start doing it oh, that's just art. more work though unless you do something like no agenda does where it, at the end of every episode like people submit candidates for no uh, art, well, like for my plan art. was to have a collection of mood art so to speak that would kind of represent the mood of the show, and I would kind of decide, you know, what the mood of the show uh, was. Was it was it upbeat? Was that's, it serious? That's, was that's it lame. ranty? That's lame. Uh, <laughs> I'm re- then you I'm, do it. I'm then you do it. Summarily rejecting that idea. I know. I'm saying I'm not. I'm not saying it's even a good idea it, to do. I'm it. not saying it's going to be. I was. Uh, never mind. I was going to commission art, but now not because you poo pooed the idea. Anyway. Um. Okay. Well, so John, going forward, are we are we going to keep doing this? I don't know. <laughs> no, I think so. And this, the, I mean, there's been several times where I've been like, I'm done. Right. And you've been like, well, you've never actually tried to, you've never encouraged me to keep going. You've, you've never tried to like, you're not the you, one that you've said, never you're not tri- the one that says you're done. I'm the one was the one that, that felt like I was stupid on the episode. I said stupid stuff. And you're always like, oh, it's not, it's not that bad. Just listen to it. It's, it's fine. And I'm usually right, aren't I? Yes. Yeah. But I was always the one that was just a wreck after every episode. Huh. No, I just, I just mean from the, the, mainly the time thing and whatever. It's just, I just, I mean, I don't know. There's been, but you, but but my point is though, you've never like, you've never given me the pep talk or anything. You've never tried to convince me to keep going. You've just been like, okay, you want to do it? That's okay. (laughs) Whatever. (laughs) It's not true. We've talked about it. We had conversations and I always said, I'm willing to keep doing it as long as I'm having fun and I'm enjoying it. Let's keep doing it. So this is interesting. This just comes in live here from Chuck. Which one of you is responsible for keeping the spice in the relationship? I'm trying you to, de- I'm, me I'm to, trying to that. decode that metaphor. Really? Yeah. It's interesting. Sounds like, and it's a, he says, sounds like J- Jeremy expects Johnny that. First of all, I what agree. does he mean by that? You expect me to, to do the, the grand gestures. I guess so. Maybe. Because you, you start with every, with, with just about every episode with how I'm doing, what I'm doing, well, that's true. what I'm working that's on. True. But I feel like I'm the guy, I'm kind of the, um, I'm the conductor. I feel like I'm the conductor yeah. of the episode. And I, I, I tend to, and maybe it's because I'm the conducting, but I, I tend to, like, we tend to do a lot more of my topics than yours. I feel like I'm coming 
ready. I, I'm, I'm driving the, con- I drive the conversation. Well, a lot of it is we have a lot of overlap. And so you right. get to topics and they're my topics too. And so, well, that's, it's fine. We just, we just get to that's them. That's a good sign though, right? Them. Yeah. Yeah. And that's the way it's always been. If we have overlapping topics, those are the ones we're going to talk about. Cause obviously you both have something to say about it. Um, so another question is, is, you know, why, okay. John never gives me pep talks, but why don't I ever give John pep talks? Cause oh, John doesn't need pep talks. Yes, I do. No, you don't. You just, now you, you're, you come in, you know, you're always, you know, tired and mopey and everything else in a bad mood, but you're, you're happy with that. You like, you <laughs> like this routine. You like doing this. You will, if I'm, if I'm, if I agree, if I'm willing, you will do this until the day one of us dies. Yeah. I'm easy like that. Yeah. I mean, you saw her. I mean, I don't, that's just who you are. I mean, that's just part of your, your DNA, man. Am I that accommodating? No. no, it's not even, it's not, you're not accommodating. It's just that this is something you've decided. You're a very decisive. You're very decisive. I now have changed your mind about some serious life things before. Yeah. <laughs> but <laughs> I'm not stubborn in that I can't, my mind cannot be changed. Exactly. But, but unless you have a reason, you're not going to, you don't revisit decisions. If there's something that happens or someone that asks you to, or you get new information, you, you know, you're not like, I agree. You're not stubborn, but once you made a decision, it's kind of just made. Whereas I've got other people in my life who, who can't, who can never stop revisiting every decision they've made. Mm. And so that's there. It's, which is the definition of just wishy-washy, right? You just, your mind is in a constant state of like, there's nothing, nothing solidifies, no plan solidifies, just everything's always up in the air. And you're just not like that. You're like, once you make a decision, you're just, you move on and, and you've decided like, this is just something that you'll do as long as it make, you know, as long as um, we can, you'll, you'll just do it. Well, a lot of times this is my therapy. A lot of times I get to vent a little <laughs> bit. I get to say out loud some things that are bugging me or, you know, some things that I feel alone about. Yeah. And then I, I not only in talking to you, I get some feedback or some validation that I'm not alone, um, but also the community does the same thing for me. Yeah. So it's nice. I mean, right. <clears throat> I have tried though. I have tried to kind of be a little more upbeat. I think for a while there I was, I was a downer. I was a downer for a while. There were, there were points yeah. where I was just the downer and, and you had to really kind of push me and bring me back up. Yeah. And, and, and that, I, I think that role switches sometimes, but I think usually, yeah, you, I mean, there's been a lot of times where you'd, you'd come in and um, it's, it's like, you didn't want to talk. I mean, I can remember times when I'm just like, okay, I'm, we're stopping the episode now. We're five minutes in. I'm stopping. You know, I, I said well, that on the show. Early on, a lot of times you don't it, want to talk. It, was, it wasn't so much that I didn't want to talk. I think earlier on, I just, <laughs> I didn't feel as prepared or as smart on the topic as you. <laughs> What the, the the live channel's cracking me up. This <laughs> oh, is hilarious. Yeah, John, it's the Ohana that keeps you going, right? It is. Yeah, it is. It really is. <laughs> you need to get the tattoo, man. Just just get it done. I'm gonna do that. Sure. <laughs> I have to lose a bet first, though. Yeah. Anyway, um, okay. Well, should we get to the um, the the montage? Yeah. But like I said, am I just playing this straight through? Yeah. Okay. But like I said, when I made this, I made this for me. I think if I'm going to say anything about it, I didn't make it for anybody else, but probably for me. Um, so it's got a lot of things that I felt tell, told our story, and it told, and it it was things that resonated with me because I could either hear myself coming out of my shell, or I just it was just some interaction that kind of showed the type of interaction that you and I have. So 
It's a very sentimental piece. Oh, oh, am I going to cry, John? No, you're not going to cry, but it's not meant to be the in-your-face, here's all the funny, jokey, quirky stuff that we do. It's, it's, it's this is not very long because it's only 54 meg, and so it's a WAV file. Well, it's I, I, ha- I had a time limit <laughs> no, of that's fine. The, yeah. the song I picked, which is only three <laughs> three minutes oh, long. Oh, we, so. we have backing music. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. I got to so do impressed, it. I'm so John. I did. Oh. John did some work. He did some production. I, I tried. Wow. Okay. I, tried. I, I even tried my best to balance all the clips. Now, that is a pain. That I will give you massive oh, yeah. props on because I was pulling clips from all these different shows. And even though there were shows that you had level balance and everything, but when you pull them out of context of the show, they're all over mm. the place. And it was, I had, to, I had to learn some new tricks to level everything out. And, and also, like, the, the track that this will get played on has a decent amount of level compression on it. So... Mm. It'll it'll even further. Yeah, keep it I I, I tried to put clips into their own tracks and realized that was the wrong thing to do. And then I put all the clips into this into one track, which helped because then I could level the the, the balance on it, and then I could apply different um, compression. Yeah, to the vocal track over the background music. Mm. And then did I did you do I, ducking. You I know what ducking is. No. So that's when you have like a, some background track, but when uh, like when the when there's activity oh. on the vo- vocal track, it the the background noise ducks. It, it goes down while someone's. Talking. I didn't because I, I think I I think I did some uh, some <laughs> compression on the master track, <laughs> and it it felt like it was going in and out, and I didn't like it. Yeah. So yeah, I just you, did you like a pump, like it's pumping. Or yeah, something I think like I did like a bass level compression. I think it might have boosted the vocals a little bit, but yeah. <laughs> okay. All right. Let's go. Here we go. I'm Jeremy Ross. Oh my God! With me is John late. Santiago. Yep. Hello. Yeah. So we, you know, John and I have known each other for a long time. Mm. We uh, we have conversations <laughs> a lot about <laughs> technology and a lot of Salesforce.com uh, type stuff. Since we both worked with Salesforce for almost ten years, and uh, it's one of those things where we have these conversations, and is it too loud. Often we think, you know, it would have been cool if we recorded that because someone. Like t- maybe one or two people in the world would have thought that was interesting. <laughs> yeah, so that's what we're doing. We're recording this, and hopefully, someone finds it interesting. Um, if they do, maybe we'll do more. If they don't, we probably won't, or maybe we will because we don't care. I swear that was two days ago. That was more like when was that? That was Thursday. Was that Thursday? You you probably use CSS in a website, right? The web application. No. What is this technology called <laughs> CSS? Well, let me tell you. We get to call ourselves developers again. Oh, do we? We do. Yay! <laughs> it's going to be a very dingy show. <laughs> I find your naivete cute. It's cute. <laughs> Generation X 2.0 or something. It's just, I don't know, it just sounds horrible to me to hear 2.0. One freaking app. Aloha! <laughs> You're going to be wearing your Google Glass. It's going to be scanning everything and just... Telling you what to do. It's like Terminator, you know? That'd be a dumb use for it. Actually, it'd be I mean, an awesome use for it. What are you talking about? Because um, sometimes I feel like I need a few to look at some of the code people have written. Oh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, I'm like, you know, if that guy was obviously drunk when he wrote that code, I should be able to get drunk while reading it, right? <laughs> it's only fair. Jeremy was right. That's so bear hugging. Super creepy. The only way I'm touching Salesforce is through the soap API. We're all heading to creepy. We all know that. But, 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 they told us, uh, you know, at Dreamforce that, you know, the power of transformation and digital. Go get your badges. Oh my God, how do you use this computer? What is this, a mainframe, this thing? You gotta use your hands. What is this, you call this a laptop? Oh my God, where's my, where's my tablet? Uh, millennials. Tablets. <laughs> See, I have no integrity, but I don't claim to have it. Look at the deferred revenue number. You lose! 
Good day, sir! <laughs> Wasn't a challenge. He was loving it. He wanted creepy. He was all exactly. about creepy. He wants to be the guy outside your window, heavy breathing, fogging it up. I just want to know, is any, are any of the MVPs asking for namespaces in Apex? <laughs> <laughs> you can't do this with Salesforce. <laughs> I don't nerd out about it. I don't nerd out about all, all of it. I just That's enjoy drinking job. it. That's my job. That's your job. <laughs> <laughs> let, me, let me ask you this question. Do you think... No. No. What? No questions. I'm not taking questions today. You're not taking questions? <laughs> Friend of the show, Matt. Hey, I'm your, I'm your number one fan. Well, there's a few of us are fans. This is awesome. This is amazing. Thank you. Because when you're talking, I just kind of zone out. Well, that's true. I've got information, man. New shit has come to light. Keep in mind, these aren't real journalists, Richard. They're tech journalists. It's Jeremy. What'd you bring to drink? Well, I can tell you what you brought to drink. Of us to drink. <laughs> All right, John. That's a show. And to that. <laughs> Helicopter? Orly nah, That's the wrap it up symbol. That's the wrap it up? Yeah, you're getting the wrap it up. <laughs> and to that, I say, good day, sir. Well, John, that was pretty damn good. <laughs> Let me guess. You spent about eight hours on that. that that's a lot of work. I don't, unless you've put one of those together, you don't realize how much work that is. Yeah. It's a ton of work. Well, good job. I have, I have a ton of clips, and I, I picked those mainly mainly because I felt they kind of told a story. There's a bit of a narrative there, which I hope comes out. Um, but also, some of it was kind of sentimental. I think you should, go into, you, should, you should go into making uh, like Lifetime Channel movies. <laughs> it's very good. <laughs> oh, I've risen to the level uh, of Lifetime. <laughs> and you know what's cool about some of that stuff is, is some, of the, some of the newer listeners won't have heard a lot of that. Mm-hmm. Especially that, I mean, that first episode. That intro, that, <laughs> that that a, intro at the beginning. Jody was, was making fun of me. The serious Jeremy Ross. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, hi, I'm Jeremy Ross. This is John Santiago. <laughs> We're going to do a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that's making it on next year's clip. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> what was the time code? Uh, yeah, 3150. All right, got it. Um, yeah, good. Good job, John. Oh, I'm embarrassed now. I'm blushing. No, that was that was really good. That was that that exceeded expectations. I can assure you. Well, I like doing that. I like I like setting the bar really low so that I can just exceed yeah. that low bar. <laughs> okay, so real, seriously, how long do you think that took you? Um, well, because it was it was a little bit over time. I, I was basically collecting clips. I have tons and tons of clips, and so the way I did it is I I collected all these clips that I thought were funny or that I thought you know I could use. And then I had to come up with, okay, what is this about? What's the theme to it? I mean, and, I put a lot of thought into this. Yeah, and it even had an arc to it and a, and a, and a climax, yeah. John. You gave us a climax. I, 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 felt, I felt like I did that. Um, but then, like, when I was choosing <laughs> the music, I, I, I went to, like, the, the, the royalty-free place to play music, and I just started playing music. And I would, as that music was playing, I would click on clips and try to just kind of orchestrate it real time and try to figure out what kind of feel I wanted. But then I landed on that intro, the intro from our first episode. And I was like, I've got to start with this, but it had a certain tone to it because you were so serious. Yes. So that's how this kind of became this sentimental. <laughs> Why thing was that so serious? I don't know. It just it just was. <laughs> and so I was like, oh, no wonder this. you were so nervous. I was I was way too serious. <laughs> <laughs> Why so serious? Oh, I was going to ask you something else. Um, gosh, I forget now. Just about this. Anyway, no, it was good. Let's see. We have we have questions coming in. Um, do we have any Salesforce New Year's resolutions or year in the year in review stuff? So things we want to accomplish on Salesforce. 
so I, I'll, I guess maybe let me start. New Year's resolutions. Um, I, I, want, I need to, um, and this is going to be easier, actually, if I can tell you from the direction that Salesforce is going. But I need to stay more up to date with the stuff Salesforce is wanting to do, even if I don't necessarily agree with the things they've chosen. Because mm-hmm. honestly, it just it create, it makes it harder for me that, that I'm stubborn in that way. What, Salesforce does something new and you're stubborn about it? Yeah, I'm stubborn about it because I feel like they didn't make the right decisions. Oh. But I just need to put this out. And, I, I'm, and you ready for this? Drum roll. Um, I got to get some certifications or some more. <laughs> you know, we have a so, soundboard, right? We, I don't want to have a drum roll on it, though. Oh. And you know what? That's my... I, that should be another, that should be your yeah. news resolution is get back on the soundboard. I need to. I need got to start pressuring. Uh, who is it that makes that? Ro- is that Rogue Amoeba or yeah. is it? Is it? Yeah. I need a. I need a search function. I cannot use. I have three hundred sound clips. If there's not a search function on the soundboard, it's useless. To, you're just dead to me. Can't use it. If there's not a sound clip. If there's not a search function. Oh, a search function. Okay. I can't find anything. You have too many clips. No, that could be. I'm the. I'm a, I'm a hoarder of clips. You are. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't know that I have any... I'm not big on resolutions. I have things and goals that I want to try to accomplish next year. Um, there, there are things that I feel like I haven't spent enough time learning in terms of technologies that I really need to get up to speed on. Um, but also, I, I just think, I think time will tell what I need to focus on. What about highs and lows of the year? Of this year? Sure. Oh, I got way too many lows. <laughs> and, it, and, it, and maybe like highs and lows for you personally, or highs and you highs and lows for Salesforce. I, I can't I can't say that honestly. I, I I should just that it's not like I had lows, but I had periods where I was I was really stressed. Um, I was maybe working on things that were really complicated alongside you know things that just needed to get done. So I was kind of mm-hmm. doing quite a bit all at once in certain periods, and that left me kind of stressed and tired and and without the brain capacity to even function most days. Um, I obviously got past that and have, you know, but yeah, those were kind of some of my lows, I think is just the periods where I felt like I was doing way too much and I couldn't produce the quality that I felt I should be doing. Um, but funny enough, for some of those same clients, um, because that work was phase one, we got to phase two and I was able to fix all that. I was able to iterate on the code and make it better and now it's in a better state. Well, so. isn't that the way Eric Reese tells us we're supposed to do it? You know, the whole lean startup thing, your MVP, get it out there. If uh what's the um yeah, what's the other what's the other there's some saying um about about your first release. I can't remember. Oh if you're not if you're, yeah if you're yeah. not if you're not embarrassed by it you you took too long. Yeah. And you know that's a good point. Maybe Yeah but you know how what percentage of clients get that? What percentage of clients get you know, this, and I'm not saying, you know, in fact, I mean, a lot of people think we're in a post, um, what, what was that book called? Um, shit. Oh, Lean Startup. We're in a post Lean Startup word now, world now where a lot of those ideas and principles don't even, they don't even work in 2019. <clears throat> yeah, I think for I don't me, know that the, I the that. risk is that I can't rely on, on that. I can't, I don't always get a second shot at the code. A lot of times it is what it is and no one wants to spend the money to fix it. And, the, and no one was spending the money for me to iterate on it. Um, it was really just, there was another piece of the project that overlapped it. And so I was able to touch it. And a lot of these, I mean, and people that I think work in consulting and, and maybe even other areas too, probably get this, but you know, someone 
by the time by the time we start a project, you know, someone has been working on this six month sales cycle for this thing. Oh yeah, and so you get this big project that people have been thinking about for way too long, kind of dumped on you with a lot of preconceived notions and ideas about mm-hmm. how much something's going to cost, what it's going to look like, um, even the problem they want to solve, how they think it should be solved. They've, they've thought way too long and hard about this. Yeah. And you get to this really rigid thing dumped on you. And it's, um, <clears throat> it's kind of a, again, because they think they figured everything out. It's just like, it's basically just the, like, okay, now I just need some monkey to type up the code for me. I hope that's not the case, but no, that, that's the way it happens. And, I'm, and people don't, I don't, I don't think people think of it in that inhumane type of way. I don't think it happens intentionally. I think no, it but, just happens. Right. I mean, we're all trying but to, to, your point, we're trying like, to give an estimate. We're trying to give a sizing effort here. We're trying to bid for a deal. Yeah, yeah. And uh, my point is, like, it's not a product you're going to be working on. It's like the product manager or lead engineer for five years. It's something that someone has given you a specific amount of money, and they have a very, in their mind anyway, specific outcome they think they want from that. And they yeah. think they know how that's going to be accepted amongst their users or their marketplace or whatever else. And of course, they're wrong about 90% of those things. Yeah. Um, I, I've been thankful that a few of my clients... Um, have lately have really kind of understood the process, at least been realistic about the process and understood that we were just, we were sizing it and now we're getting into the details. And uh, because, because a change in system is also giving them the opportunity to, to possibly relook at their processes and maybe do some tweaking there, that, that it's going to be a process. Um, the only catch to that is we have to be careful about not eating up the budget trying to nail everything down or at least get it to a point where we can start building something. That was Jeremy opening another one. <gasps> you almost dumped it into your mic. John, you're getting behind. Uh, yeah. I, uh, I'm not the, uh, the drinker I was once. Once was. <clears throat> Let's see. Where are we at? No, oh, I took big steps with home brewing. I guess I've, and I was trying to figure out, have I been brewing for two years now or three? At least I guess my, my reboot of brewing. Hang on one second. I got to like, I think I did dribble. I dribbled John. I should probably cut that you out, but I'm not going to because uh, catch and release, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. Was it two years or three years? I don't know. But I did, I did home brew like, uh, wow, 15 years ago. And yeah, it was a Beagle Brew. Yeah, for a short, like a year or two. It never got serious. I think I did like three or four batches, maybe maybe half a dozen. Yeah. But since I restarted, I've done, I think I've, to, I've, I've done 45 batches, which is no small thing because of, between the brewing process and then the packaging, kegging, whatever, it's it's about six hours for a batch. So, yeah, yeah. Matt, that's a lot of hours. It sounded like a bong rip. <laughs> it kind of did. <laughs> so what'd you think of that? I wouldn't What'd you think of that beer, John? It's good. That's my latest homebrew. It's a it's a New England IPA. It's about six and a half percent, and it's got I it's, it's kind of like a a kitchen sink beer because mm-hmm. I'm looking in my freezer at the, all the different hops I have, mm-hmm. and I, I typically buy like get rid of I typically buy like these one pound bags, mm-hmm. which is a ton, uh, well, a pound of is, is a is a metaphorical ton of of hops. So you know a, a recipe might call for you know three or four ounces or six ounces of a certain hop. So you'll get to where you have like, oh, I've got an ounce of this and then three ounces of that one and two ounces of this one. So that's what this was. It's got Columbus, Mosaic, Galaxy, and uh, Wakatu. So we've Wakatu. got, we, oh yeah, we've got New England, we've got uh, New Zealand, we've got Australia, we've got United States. Yeah, so it's a global beer. It is. 
Should have found a way to get a, a British and German hop in there too. Yeah, I should try that sometime. Like a global, like a mess, a mezcal. Call it the inclusive. Oh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> the intersectional beer. <laughs> um, well, John, <clears throat> in the news, we have um, lightning web components. And I don't know, if, do we want to get into techie stuff? I, I don't even know if I have a whole lot to say about this. Here's, I, I, let me say, let me start with what I know about this, which is, and I, again, because I'm extremely busy, like way busier than I want to be, especially for this time of year, I've just, I haven't had time to even participate in the conversations or even read, I haven't even read the blog post or whatever, but yeah, kind of the high level, what I understand is that there was Aura components, which are not, uh, which are kind of like a, a you know, for, to the lack of a better word, a proprietary design. Mm-hmm. And what Salesforce is saying now is like, hey, we have this thing, uh, this new system. And it's based on web components. Mm-hmm. So you can do lightning, right? You can do uh, lightning web components. You can do lightning with uppercase web components. Right. And so then you have to, okay, well, what the hell is web components? And I think a lot of us have some quasi-exposure to web components. So if you've ever done, um, you know, Angular, React, Vue, mm-hmm. these things are very web component-like. Right. I think. Um. Well, they, they kind of function in that way. They function with, with the concept of, of a, an encapsulated component. Kind of. Um, yeah, yeah. I mean, it, and I think the notion of a component always implies some kind of encapsulation. But, but web components, again, uppercase, web components, is kind of a specific thing. Although, is there actually a web component spec or is it just a bunch of specs? It's, that, it's, it's a combination of specs, yeah. I believe. I think it's a combination of the Shadow DOM and the custom element specs. Yeah, so the big thing is, is Shadow DOM, which, you know, Shadow DOM has been around for like 10 years or maybe longer, I don't know. Because browsers have, behind the scenes, have, have implemented various stuff that way. I mean, if you dig into various components that are, or, or, or I guess HTML elements, input types or whatever, you'll see, you can, you know, see that they've got their own little shadow DOM. And so the idea with, you know, with web components is that you can make your own custom element, you know, so you don't have to just stick to divs and paragraph tags. You can make mm-hmm. a, you know, John's component. L, you know, HTML element, which is represented by its own, not only a tree, its own shadow DOM of stuff, but it may have, and I don't know if this is specifically included in the spec or not, but usually a part of that, again, going back to like, if you've done React or Vue or something like that, like you've been doing this, like CSS scoping mm-hmm. makes that work. And, and that's not really, there's nothing special about that. This is standard CSS selectors. It's just that the way that these frameworks usually do this, they do that for they do that scoping for you. So if you write some CSS in your component, I think by default, I don't know, I can't remember. I don't know if you like you have to say scoped or something. Um, but it 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 automatically it puts um adds w- whatever like I think um attributes or oh, it's attributes. I'm trying to think here. What do I ancestors? I something like that. And just it does all of it for you. So if when you look at the the generated CSS and selectors, you'll see all these crazy you know, auto-generated selectors on things. And it's just, it's keeping, it's keeping the scope of that CSS for that component into that component so it doesn't leak out to the rest of the document. Um, but yeah, custom elements is, okay, so that's, an, that's a spec. Shadow DOM. Um, HTML templates. I, I didn't even know that was a spec. I've been using those and didn't even know it was a real thing. I thought it was just like some, um, what's the word? Like convention. Say, say that again? Well, HTML template. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. 
And then some people include you know, like mod, JavaScript modules and then although I don't, I, don't, I don't think that's necessarily part of it, but I think JavaScript modules uh, in, in practice are, are used to enable web components. Now, the thing is like my sense of, because you know, a lot of my front end stuff has been Vue in the past couple of years, but my sense is that I've been doing things that are very web component-like. They're almost web components. But I'm not actually sure. I've had to dig really probably deep into, um, you know, the Webpack stuff. To I mean, are these really web components, or is there some kind of you know view special sauce that has to be sprinkled on to make stuff work, or React special sauce that they that they you know that glues these things together? You know, up shims a lot of stuff because a lot of browsers, you know, all these frameworks I've mentioned, they support older browsers than than support actual real web components. So how are they doing that? Well, they're just shimming the hell out of these things. So is that really web components? I don't know. It's close. And if you squint, if you stand back and kind of squint, it looks like they look like web components. And right. maybe that's good enough. You know, they're web component-y. And maybe that's what Lightning Web Components is too, is it? Although I looked, I just looked before we started because I wanted to like just get the the mm-hmm. high level of like what the hell this is. And they they only they don't support IE. It's like Edge and, and recent versions of things. So maybe it's... Well, because Edge doesn't support... The Shadow DOM and things like that. So, Edge doesn't support Shadow. I don't DOM. think it supports. Well, they, I think it's in development according to Kenai okay. use. Well, so, so Cells, but what I'm saying is Salesforce is the Lightning Web Components do support Edge. So maybe they are still doing some. I mean, I yeah, guess I'm sure they're. I'm sure they're 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 shimming it. We're shim, never my yeah, favorite word. Shiv, shiving it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think the actual term is. Um, I don't think you. I think we're, we're never going to get away from shiving our browsers, John. Polyfilling. Yeah. Thanks, Chuck. That's the right word. Polyfilling. Yeah. Polyfill. I'm not sure. I, I don't. Is there a distinction between polyfills and shim, uh, shivs, as you would say? Mm, I, I, I mean, they, I think. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I, to me, they're kind of the same they're, thing. They're probably the same thing. But this is. I mean, this is kind of exciting. I mean, um, it, it's Salesforce saying that, hey, you know, we we did Aura because at the time we thought that was the best way to do it. Even though I think there were, I'd have to look at timelines, but was were people not doing web component type things back then? I don't know. Maybe it just wasn't enterprise grade at the time. I don't know. I, I, I mean, I, I think this is, uh, how, how can I say this? This is all stuff that the frameworks have been trying to do. And I think now with it getting kind of introduced as a spec in the, whatever the, the committee is that's handling this for the HTML spec, um, it's going to get standardized and put into browsers in a certain way that, that can be leveraged by these other things. So, you know, Angular will probably switch to using it as a primary and React will start using it as a primary and Salesforce will start using it as a primary. Hmm. And fill in, and you know, for older browser support, just shim it, shim it, yeah, shiv it, shiv it, just shiv it. But it's a positive thing. It's a positive thing that Salesforce is wanting to adopt the standard versus and participate in the standard rather than continue with you know forcing proprietary. But I think that's to their benefit. I mean, it, the more of this that's implemented and done in the browser, that's better performance. That's less JavaScript running. That's more native browser code running. That's true. Which the browsers will have optimized the right. hell out of all that stuff. So, yeah, that makes sense. And gosh, anything to make Lightning more performant is good. Because I'm really trying to stay in Lightning instead of like switching back <laughs> to Classic. You know, some things you still have to like. And I, well, you won't get a choice. I'm in setup. Soon. I'm. I live. You know, ninety percent of my Salesforce work. I'm in setup. I'm in setup screens, and so many of those are just still either non-existent actually or. What was I doing the other day? I was, I was editing, I think it was a pro or a permission set or something. I don't know, but the, the save buttons didn't work. Cause you know, it's, it renders, you're in lightning, but it's renting this setup screen that's obviously classic. 
Well, it's iframed in or something. It's iframed in, right? <laughs> and and like none of the buttons work. You save, but nothing happens. It just you can click save all you want. It's not doing anything. Or it's, it goes to a blank page and you have to refresh. Yeah, so, and yeah, I'm like, did that save or not? I, I don't know. Yeah, but I'm trying. You know, I'm trying to stay in Lightning. Um, but it and and there's again, there's there's a lot of things about Lightning that definitely are, are performance enhancers. They've just rethought how things work, and and I would say most of those they've they've been I think like they've been pretty successful on. But there's still just the all the. I don't know all the things. I'm a, I'm a huge like command clicker, command click to open up in new tabs and things. And then, of course, you got to re- load the whole web app again. And and I don't I don't know what I'm not sure. There's anything necessarily that's Salesforce can do to solve that, other than just try to make things as performant as possible. And as much as they can, you know, transition to things that are just going to be natively optimized by the browsers. You know, that's going to be a win. Yeah, I think I think that'll help quite a bit when it comes to performances. You know. Leveraging with letting the browser kind of do most of it versus trying to augment it with a layer of JavaScript. Yeah, interesting. So, but it's going to be an interesting feel. It's going to be an interesting thing. It's going to be an interesting topic. I mean, there's a lot of interest around it. There's a lot of buzz around it, um, which is good. Developers seem to be really on board with this, at least in the community that that we roll in. <laughs> yeah. Um. So yeah, I'm encouraged for it. I'm I'm all for it. I don't see any negative to it at this point. I mean, we still have lightning for today and then we have something new to kind of keep our eye on right um the challenge is going to be the transition if there needs to be um with your applications or with your components um but it shouldn't be as bad as as say the transition that's been happening these days it's funny the document that i saw it actually already has best practices i'm like wow you have a brand new thing and we already have best practices. I feel like best practices is something you learn over the course of like at least a couple of years of doing a lot of of work and projects and just gaining a lot of hard fought wisdom. But that, I think, that's how you develop best practices. Not not when you launch a brand new thing. It's like <laughs> here's all the best practices. And it's like mm, I'm well, not sure about that. In, in fairness, I think those best practices came came um, came realistically or came honestly. Again, this is this is because they, uh, there it's been reported that Salesforce is already using this technology or at least using parts of this technology in in Lightning uh, or in in some of the Salesforce Lightning application, not the stuff we're doing but the stuff they're doing. Yeah. So, I'm sure they've they've learned some of this from doing that. Yeah. Could be. I feel like I'm holding my breath every time I talk. Yeah, it's just yeah. I think I'm trying not to breathe in the yeah, mic. I, I, I don't know why. No, just, you're, you're fine. Like off axis is good. I like that. that's a pretty good, pretty good mic technique you got going on there, John. <laughs> Talking about uh, getting started, that was a big issue too. You remember, just the finding the proper mic technique, finding where to be. Oh yeah, no, it's like try not to. Sneeze I mean, how many episodes were we like? The... <sighs> yeah, John, let's uh, when, when, uh <laughs> hey, let's uh, let's pop over to the to the pub and drink some beer. Well, I heard <laughs> it because. <laughs> It, it's less noticeable on the montage, but in that first intro, there was quite a bit of that. Yeah, the clearing of the throat. The now you learn things sounds. like where, you learn things like where the direction of your breath goes, and yeah. and the, this off-axis techniques and distance, and how that affects the proximity effect, and all that stuff. Yeah. Things that you never thought you would have to deal with. Anyway, <laughs> pop filters, please. We do have pop filters, or I do. You do. I don't on this one. This one I think has enough built in. But I could be completely wrong. <laughs> I do get to listen to myself. You know, we monitor live. That's why we got these headphones on here. Yeah. I don't sound too bad, do I? That's not like I need a pop filter. This no, but you went directly in the mic and did Oh, you? yeah, that was, I yeah. was trying to. But that, that mic you have, that requires more pop filtering than this one does. Yeah. 
Although that supposedly has pop filtering built in. I'm like, no, not. I mean, it probably does, but not enough. All right, John. So you did something else. Well, I want you never. I asked you, and I now I'm. I probably should just move on and not say anything. That'd be the that'd be the etiquette thing to do. But I asked you what you thought of my beer, (laughs) and you did not answer me. So I'm going to ask you again. You're going to put me on the spot. There's there's something different about this beer, and I used uh, some slightly different techniques. But look at the look at the foam ring around. Look in there with the foam ring. Yeah, it's just a nice creamy foam ring. I mean, I, I don't know what to say. It's it's a great beer, but you, you do like. Okay, you, you have didn't a, say that. You, you didn't say whether you liked it. No, or not. I did. Okay, I did. But you you have a very distinctive style. Like your beers, they come out they come out with a certain flavor to them, a certain <laughs> they, style. They, to they them. taste a little homebrewy. No, no, no yeah. not homebrewy. It's just I can tell it's your beer. I don't, really? I don't know how else to say that. I, I'm not doing anything unique that uh, half these other breweries aren't doing, so I'm not sure how. I don't know. I, I would like to put that to a test with a, with a blind test to see if you can actually tell. Oh, that'd that be would fun. be awesome. Yeah, that'd be fun. Yeah, let's do that. Because <laughs> I feel like I, I could, I could uh, recognize This one tastes like a homebrew. <laughs> I mean, because, you know, let's be, let's be honest. I mean, 90% of people who have drank their friend's homebrew, I mean, it tastes like homebrew. But people, I think that, the main difference that I've noticed between that and maybe something else is maybe the level of carbonation, and that could be on when I get this beer from higher there. or lower. It's usually lower, lower, yeah. yeah. And I think some of that is not deliberately. I mean, I can I could carbonate the hell out of these. Yeah. I think a lot of breweries, but I over carbonate their beer. I think that's your style, though. Could be because um, that's the main thing I notice is is the. I mean, have you ever been to an English pub? Well, or, ha- or, ha- or had beer served from a beer engine? You know, cat like real ale or cask ale, whatever. No. 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 So that's you would consider that just a flat beyond belief, even though it's carbonated. But most people, you know, it's 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 different. But I, but I'm saying I like this style. Yeah, I like your style. I make a lot of different beer. I try to make a lot of different styles of beer, though. So I'm not sure what you mean by that. Yeah, I know you make different types of beers. I'm trying to differentiate type from your style. The, the thing, your signature. You think I have a house style? I think you have a signature. Okay. And your signature is a certain certain degree of My carbonation. My signature is slightly flat. A certain degree of carbonation. <laughs> um, they tend to come out juicy, orange juicy. Um, you like hops, so that they do definitely almost always have some kind of hop or some kind of bitter on the finish. All good stuff, not, mm. not in a bad way. Yeah. Um, and grape soda. <laughs> <laughs> I was, when I was looking through past episodes, we, there's one that's titled like, "Grapes." I think it's "Grapes." Soda, I think it's something like that. Yeah. <laughs> Which is the weirdest thing ever. And I, I, I gotta shouldn't admit this, but the um, that other beer, one of the beers I have on top right now is that hazelnut coffee mm-hmm. brown ale that we had last week. And when I was I was tasting that at home, it was I just I just packaged it, and it, so it's still you know kind of needs conditioning time. But I, I was tasting. A little bit of grape, like a little bit of grape on that. I'm like, is that just my brain torturing me because John stuck that seed in my head? Bastard. No, you're just thinking about me. I but no it. one said they tasted any kind of anything fruity on it. I mean, the coffee, like, it's not a fruitiness. It's not a fruitiness. It's a, it's a, it's a certain level of acidity that reminds me of grape soda, of that kind of acidity. Acidity. So I do. By the way, there's I gotta just while I thought of it, I gotta plug this on Netflix. There's a there's a mini series called I'll probably get this in the wrong order, but it's Salt, Fat, Acid, and Heat. I didn't pour that right. No, you didn't. I got a big head. Anyway, these are like these essentials of like of good food. Um, and you know that's one thing that 
I don't know. I, I, I'm, I'm huge into cooking. I've, I got into cooking a long time ago, which is I th- also think why I like making beer because it's another way for me to cook. It's a way th- for me to cook with and stay out of the kitchen at the same time, which is kind of nice. Mm-hmm. Um, but acid is one of those things I think that, you know, like n- not great home cooks don't understand acid levels. Yeah. And, and when I make beer, I mean, I'm, I'm checking pH at, and I'm, I'm actually designing for pH. So I design the whole grain bill to hit a certain pH. And if there's a certain grain bill I want, but it's not going to, the acid, the pH isn't going to drop acidic enough. I'm, you know, adding lactic acid or something or some like a sour malt or something to get the pH that I want. Mm-hmm. Um, because it, it's one of those things that, I mean, 90% of people, they could say, oh, this, I just don't like this beer. But I could taste it and say, oh, I know why you don't like that beer. It's, uh, it's not acidic enough. Or it's, they, didn't, they didn't get the water profile right. You know, there's just, and it, after you train your palate and you understand what these things are, you, and you can associate words and concepts and chemical concepts to the things you're tasting and feeling mm-hmm. um, that you can start to design, expand, design for those things. You can expand your vocabulary beyond grape soda. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sorry, that's the best you get yeah. from me is grape soda. <laughs> can be. I think that's your way of saying it. it's acidic. Yeah. But yeah, no, I, I do tend to go for, I, I like that zip of acidity on my palate. Yeah. I like, and, 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 you know, there's, I love a, um, oh, I'm not, sorry guys. I'm not into the New Zealand Sauvignon Blancs as much because they get a little bit too cat pissy for me, but like some of the French <laughs> Sauvignon Blancs, I mean, Sauvignon Blanc, it's a pretty acidic wine and it really hits like the side of your tongue. Almost like, mm-hmm. almost like this perception of like razors on the side of your tongue. Like they really just like, and I love that. I love the feeling of that acidity. So I do tend to go on the acidic side for beers mm-hmm. and foods in general. I mean, I'll squeeze way too much lemon over almost any food. <laughs> well, depending on what you're pairing with it, if you have like a, a fairly fatty meat or something like that, acidity is Oh, good. absolutely. Yeah. Well, like what's the, what's the South American, the chimichurri, mm-hmm. right? Which is quite acidic actually. Yeah. And so it's the acidity that just, and, and yeah, the acidity cuts through fat. So yeah. And that's why, that's one, that's one reason people don't think about this probably why, because you know, one of the secrets of like a steakhouse is to put butter, like melt Mm -hmm. butter over the steak before the, right before it's served. And yeah, it makes it look, it makes it glisten and look super juicy and all that. But also there's all this lactic acid in butter and it just feels good. Yeah. And again, it's one of those things that 99% of people won't be able to tell you what it is that they like about it, but it's that acidity that cuts through the fat. And it just, if, if it doesn't have that, it feels flat. And flabby, like the wine in the wine world, the wine people will say the wine is flabby that doesn't have enough acidity, and you won't know what it is. You'll just know you don't like. It. You're like, I don't like this. This is the but it's it's flabby. It doesn't have that acidity, right? And see, this is why people tune in. All, this is, yeah, this all four of the people that listen to this podcast, this is why they tune in. Because where else are you going to get this esoteric mix of stuff? We went from lightning <laughs> components to acidity of beer and food. That's right. This is a cross section of life that you're not going to get literally anywhere else in the world (laughs) (laughs) all right there's there's calls for a uh for a jeremy ross homebrew fest and with your choice of capitalization on the word yes as well you can you can (laughs) you can pick whichever one you (laughs) want yes or yes (laughs) yeah (laughs) yes yes maybe or yes Uh, you know who would totally kill in that competition is uh scott wells He's, he's got like far more brewing experience than yeah, I do. He's, he's super. Yeah, he, actually, I would love to to have both of you kind of show off some beers. That's why it has to be a Texas Dreaming thing because because he's down in Austin and I think he's down in Austin. He, I yeah. believe he is in the that area. Could be wrong. And um, yeah, drive down there. 
I'll be the judge. How about that? <laughs> grape soda? Like, not grape soda. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe give me an actual grape soda so I can <laughs> compare Gosh, it. Can that be a title? Let's see. Wait, no, we've already had grape soda yeah, as a title. Grape soda. I was thinking grape soda, not grape soda, which is such an inside joke. Like you'd have to, you'd have to listen to know why that's funny. Anyway. All right, man. Well, Hey, John, it's been a fun five years. Yeah. Um, Has it been five years? It's been five years. It's been over five years. Five and a quarter, something like that. How long have I known you, Jeremy? I don't even, that's a depressing thought, so I don't really want to get into that. Almost 15, 20, not 20, right? It's been a long time. No. um, Since 2000, so 18. It was around 2000, right? It was. It was before 2000. It was before 9-11. It was 2001, probably 2001, to be fair. Yeah, because you got stranded. So 17 years, I did get (laughs) stranded. (laughs) Stranded in Ohio. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So about 18. I drove home. I was able to get a rental car. I got lucked out. I lucked out. Yeah. It's just a, no, just a 20 hour drive. No big deal. <laughs> uh, <clears throat> um, okay. John. Yeah. I don't, I don't, I think I'm good, man. I don't. Yeah. Unless anybody listening wants to, wants us to talk about anything else. I, I would say I, here's to another five years, but I'm not sure if that's more depressing or exciting. You just gotta play it negative. <laughs> I know. That's just my that's just my shtick, man. Trying to um, be positive. Okay. Trying to be positive. Well, I will say, and I know okay. I say this every time, but we have this um Oh, we got a review. Oh, okay, let's read the review. All right. We'll do that. And what do you need some vamping yeah, music? I need some vamping. <laughs> I don't have any, sorry. I'm not I'm no longer allowed to play my my game show bed music because it triggers certain individuals who I will know hey, well, I don't want to mention, but they're First name may start with the letter Jody. <laughs> hey, we listen. Yeah. No, we, we accommodate. Yeah, yeah. All right. I, I wonder if she was referring to Jimmy Savile, but that's, that's, he, I think he was in England. Um, and she's in Australia, right? Maybe so, that's the version they watch. Could be. And I know, I don't know. Aren't Australians just like once removed Brits pretty much? They're, 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 I mean, they're a commonwealth, right? I don't know. You're, you're probably insulting a ton of people right now. I don't think I am. I think I know enough to not insult, but I could be completely wrong, and I'm insulting everyone. So I'll just shut up now and let you read this review. Was that? See, how was that for vamping? All right. Uh, all right, so this is from Jay Milburn. Uh, thank you for the review. Five stars. Well worth the listen, he says. Uh, or she. I don't know what the J stands for. Sorry. I won't assume. Apologize. I'm relatively new to the Salesforce environment, and I spent a lot of time looking for informative sources that I could use to better prepare myself for the challenges I am facing. The Good Days Are podcast is a huge, uh, has been a huge help in dealing with all the fun. There, there's some quotes, some scare quotes. No, it's actually uh, exclamations around both ends of it. So fun. Okay. <laughs> Good job, John. <laughs> dramatic reading by John Santiago. <laughs> yeah, I've done a dramatic reading. I should, I should keep doing that. That Salesforce is throwing my way. I'm currently working my way through the backlog of episodes and finding many instances where John and Jeremy are discussing the exact things I'm trying to figure out. Oh, wow. I, I always, I'm always amazed. Can I just interse- yeah. interject for a second? When I, you know, if you look at, you know, you log in and look at our Libsyn yeah. information that people are downloading these old episodes. I'm just like, I'm scratching my head thinking, I, I feel so bad for them listening to these old episodes. <laughs> I just, I don't know. I feel like there's nothing of value there, but. You know, you say that, but when I was going back through some of the older episodes, I was like, you know what? This is still fairly relevant today, some of the things we were talking about. Especially when we're talking not so much, you know, very specific coding concepts, but just program in general or, or 
managing clients or all those kind of things. It it held it, it held through time. There there is some perennial stuff in there. I would I would say that was that's I don't know. Yeah, that's not that's not too contemporary. I guess. Yeah, but it's also fun to listen to when something new was announced and our reaction to yeah. it, and then how it actually played out. Oh my god, this Visual Force is amazing! It's based on the. The brand new technology from Sun Microsystems called Java Server Faces. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't know, but man, but I heard that it's backed by struts. <laughs> that was episode zero, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> All right, to finish out this review, uh, their inability at times to stay on topic is a good thing. Oh, I'm, I'm glad that's a good thing. As it brings the conversation out of the purely Salesforce-centered views that many of the other podcasts I listen to have. I certainly, it certainly helps make me drive, makes my drive to and from work more entertaining and informative. Thanks guys. Thank you for the review. Really appreciate it. That was, yeah. I, oh, I like reviews, John. They make me feel good. They make you feel like someone's listening. They do. Oh, that was a fail. Hang on. What are you trying to do? I was trying. Oh, did I? Trying to take pictures. My whole phone just locked up. Look at that. It's that darn face ID. Can't even, uh, can't even close it. Nope. Wow. Locked this piece of crap iPhone. <laughs> you know, Apple should get some some good technology. Well, thank you for the review. And I was going to say that, and I know I say this every week, so just have to bear with me. Um, and it's not just about uh, Slack, but it's just it's it's Slack is the thing that we've chosen, and we may move to something else, some some you know someday, whatever. But it's it's more about the community, the people that are involved, and the things that we share, and the relationships that we've we've built, um, the help that we provide each other, the comic relief, the emotional support. I mean, and, and there's what you see in the channels, but there's also, um, for those of you who've taken advantage of it, there's there's private channels and private. What do you call? It? We just like we the private DMs. message multiple people. Yeah, the DMs. <laughs> and there's just a you know there's a lot of connections there. A lot of uh, there's a lot of um, I don't know interaction, and uh, that's been one of the most I think rewarding things that yeah. I think we've done. It just it's um, it's able enabled me to make connections and stay in touch in ways that I couldn't before. So if you're listening to this and you have not joined the site, I strongly suggest you just check it out. Um, you can lurk. That's fine. A lot of people lurk and then they, they come out of their shell whenever they want to or they don't. You know, it's whatever. Um, but it's only uh, nineteen ninety five a month. We take all major <laughs> credit card. I'm just kidding. It's completely free. All you have to do is go to gooddayserpodcast.com, click on community, you enter your email address, and John will add you because it's Slack and Slack is just all about the manual thing for some reason. Um uh, no, I think John's. I think it's more John. John's about the manual. Yeah, but uh, yeah, I like I like giving I, I that personal. It. I recommend attention. it. I'm very customer service yeah, oriented, right. and I like I like giving personal you, attention. It's your addition to our Slack community will be a small batch artisanally handcrafted event. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> I want to say into that good day, sir. <laughs> I don't think you're done. Yeah, please like us. Oh. On the socials. Yeah. Um, right. I mean, that's, you know, this is, if it's one of these things. This is, a, this is definitely a niche show. I mean, you have to be interested in beer and chemistry and Salesforce and, <laughs> and you know, there's like eight of us out there, but you know, it's slowly grown and that's because people, um, I think share it, you know, just on social media or just directly talk to people about it. And that's, you know, again, we don't do this for money and we're not, you know, we're, this is not something we're out to monetize or whatever, but you know, I like to share it because it, I think if hey if um if this is a community that you can you think you can benefit from and you like listening but also you you know are are you know want to join the Slack or whatever there's different ways to you know 
I mean, there's a lot. There's a lot of sub Ohanas out there in the in the in the world of Ohana. <laughs> and this is just sub, one of them. But it's, this, it's I feel like this is an important one, and uh, it's 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 special, John. It's special to me. I think we're done for you saying sub Ohanas. <laughs> is that a bad thing? I think so. Oh. Can't have a sub family. <laughs> Ohana means family, Jeremy. Did you does. watch Lilo and Stitch? Well, if it's anything like Aloha, it means like eighteen different things. No, Lilo and Stitch. Or, yeah, Lilo and Stitch made it very, very specific. Ohana means family. Okay, no one gets left behind. No, this, this is you know, again, this is uh, if you if you consider that Salesforce has this Ohana, we're just I don't know. <laughs> we're we're not really a sub of uh, of Salesforce. Oh, my phone's rebooting now. We're not we're not like a sub group. We're like a we're a we're an obliquely connected group. Does that make sense? Do you see this? Do you see this? <laughs> this is a this is what a, this is sign language for oblique. <laughs> <laughs> and to that I say good day, sir. Okay. You get nothing. You lose. Good day, sir. Thanks for putting me out of my misery. Uh.